What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 82 of the 1% Podcast. Hopefully, everybody's had a great week so far. Happy Friday. We are inching closer and closer to cool, crisp fall weather and football season, so that is very exciting. Uh, I've been running, obviously, like I've been talking about, and yesterday, which was Wednesday, was an absolutely gorgeous day. We had like 65 degrees when I woke up to run, and I cannot wait till that weather is uh, the weather throughout the day, so hopefully we're getting that coming soon. Hope everybody's staying cool, having a good summer so far, and uh, continuing to get after it. So, um, you know, I have a few quick things to talk about today. Um, first off, I wanted to start off with a book that I got. That's uh, kind of like a devotional, but it's uh, a motivational devotional, and it is by Lee Carella, who was on the podcast a few, I would say probably about a year ago. Uh, he was the strength and conditioning coach at Georgia Tech. He is now the strength and conditioning coach at Charlotte. Um, and he is just an awesome guy and very, very motivational. Um, you know, obviously listen to his speeches has had a great impact on me and now he's written a book. Um, and it really what it is, it's 365 days of kind of quotes of the day or topic of the day. And you know, that's right up my alley. Um, so I'll read you the first one. Um, and the reason why I like it so much is it's short, quick, it's to the point. And then at the end, there's a call to action, but he calls it a, a thought to action. Um, so he asks you a question, two questions actually. Um, and then a statement after the fact, just to, you know, have some self reflection after you read the motivational thing, because, you know, all the motivation is great, but if you can't reflect and or correlate it to you in your life, it doesn't really help you too much. So uh, the first one is a leader's great mis- greatest mistake. And it says the greatest mistake a leader can make is not admitting their own. If you genuinely share your heart with your team, you'll get their hearts in return. People look up to Superman, but they can't really relate to him. If you really want to relate to your players, put yourself in their shoes, share your struggles, your heartbreaks, your regrets, then share the lessons that came with each of them. My alarm's going off. Hold on. What's the point of making mistakes if you don't use them to help others? People are always afraid to open up to others because they feel it makes them look weak. Vulnerability, though, is leadership in its strongest form. Closed off, selfish, and insecure are not qualities that I would love to follow. So why would you possess those in a leadership role? The key ingredient in inspiring someone's heart is to first open up your own. A close-knit team starts with you. If you want the people around you to open up, you've got to go first. Use your past to your advantage and inspire through your mistakes. Have a great day. The thought to action, what mistakes have you made that you can help others with today? So that's a great, great thing. I think that sharing your mistakes and what you've learned from them is you know, an awesome way to show leadership, no matter who it's to, uh, just so people can learn from your mistakes where they don't have to go through them themselves. Um, and what can you share with your team that you've struggled with? So I think just opening up, whether you're a coach, uh, whether you're a leader, whether you're an athlete, whether you're an employee on a team, uh, I think it's, you know, very, very leadership-esque of you to share many of your mistakes or things that you've struggled with, because I feel like it helps show a vulnerable side of you. It allows people to open up to you because you sharing those things with them allows them to do the same with you, or at least feel more comfortable sharing some of those things with you. Um, so, you know, awesome book. I've been reading it the past four days. So I have a, you know, devotional that's like Bible verses and different things like that. It's called simple pursuit. Then I have added that uh, fire lighters into the rotation along with the book and uh, just jotting down things that I want to accomplish. Um, and a lot of the things that I've been jotting down over the past year are starting to come to fruition. So I keep writing them every day. Um, obviously got a lot of work to do to still get there, but they're still forming um, and coming in 
coming to light. So a lot of the things that I've been writing down that I'm manifesting, quote unquote, uh, manifesting, like I said, is kind of bullshit. You got to actually put the put the work in to make it happen. But the things that I'm writing down that I want to come to light and you know reminding myself of every morning are starting to hopefully come to fruition. A lot of them are, a few of them are short term, a lot of them are long term. So um, the short term ones are starting to come to fruition, which is very nice to see uh, after you know several years of hard work. Um, with that being said, moving on to the next topic of conversation, this is big in my line of work and in my business and also just in friendships, but obviously time is of the essence and a lot of things that you're doing throughout your life. And me personally, I've been a big procrastinator, a big alarm snoozer. I still do it sometimes and I'm not proud of it. Um, but I do put things off till the last minute a lot. And that's one of the things that I'm really working on stopping doing, um, especially by delivering bad news to people that needs to happen. Um, in my line of work per se, like, you know, I have people that try to qualify for a loan, um, and they can't qualify. And, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, let's today's Thursday. Instead of calling them today, I'm like, Hey, let's, let's talk on Monday. Um, just because I don't want to break bad news to someone at the end of the week, I'm having a good week and I would like to have that conversation first thing on Monday. But at the same time, when I do that and I put that off, it just, you know, culminates and it starts building up over the weekend. It's all I can think about. Um, and it just eats me alive sometimes because I'm like, I just need to go ahead and call them, get it over with. Um, and the tough conversations that need to be had as soon as possible. Every time I do them, it makes me feel so much better when I get off the phone, when I just go ahead and take care of it. Um, and I'm preaching to myself right now because I seriously do this way too much and I need to start doing it, just taking care of the hard things, um, and the hard conversations as soon as they come up because it'll be lead to way less stress. Um, started to not procrastinate as much, which has been good. Um, but I still, with some of these tough conversations, you just hate giving people bad news. And that's, you know, I try to be positive, upbeat and share positive news with everybody. And when their dream is to buy a house and they can't qualify at the moment, you know, I'm trying to find a way to frame it to them. Like we can qualify in the future or work to qualify in the future, but you also can't give them false hope if that is not a possibility. So that's just something I've been struggling with in day-to-day life and also, you know, at work. So, um, I think just trying to knock out the hard tasks first thing in the morning, like we talked about before that book, Eat the Frog, uh, stupid as that sounds, it, it's just very true. Um, and I just, you know, I'm working towards doing that and have had a hard time um, just knocking out those hard conversations. So um, moving on to Hard Knocks. Hopefully all y'all are watching Hard Knocks. It's been awesome. It is. It might as well just be called Aaron Rodgers, though, because he is literally the topic of, uh, of discussion. But I think it is super cool to get inside the locker room and see how Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, is trying to motivate them. Um, pretty cool that he called out the offensive line in front of the whole team. Obviously, that's never something that you want to happen, but I think that him, you know, having the balls to call out an entire position group in front of the whole team, hopefully will have, you know, a big impact on them. And I thought it was an awesome show. Quinnen Williams is the coolest guy on the Jets. Him and Aaron Rodgers are awesome. I love both of them. He just seems like a cool guy to have in the locker room. He just made a ton of money. And it seems like instead of one of those guys that just made a ton of money, that's just going to flip off the switch and kind of retire. He seems like he wants to prove that he deserves all the money that he's made. So I'm super excited to see that Jets defense and, and the offense 
Uh, I'm just excited for football season. I cannot freaking wait. We got college football two weeks from this weekend is week zero. Um, fantasy football starts in three weeks. I mean, it is the best time of the year. We need this weather to get a little bit cooler so I can run a little bit later in the day. Uh, and once it does, man, it is going to be all just a great, great time. So I don't I even know what I was saying there. I'm just so excited for football season. But as I, I talk about football season, I get into it. For me, it's hard to stay dedicated. It's an easy time to let a lot of things slip as far as getting up early and working out because you're tired because a football game went into overtime and you stayed up and watched it on Monday or Thursday or Sunday, um, whatever the case may be there. Um, and it's also hard because you're you have a lot more opportunities to go out and drink way more often. A lot of opportunities to go out and eat shitty food way more often, Um, going out to bars, getting appetizers, getting shitty food, all that stuff. Obviously, I'm going to be doing a lot of that myself, so I'm not trying to tell anybody not to do that. But my thing is, is I think that if you can limit that to once a week to where you're not, you know, continually doing it and building up in the wrong direction as far as eating wings and French fries and mozzarella sticks and chips and queso and then drinking six or seven beers, um, watching the football game on a, on a weeknight. Number one, it's going to make you feel terrible the next day. Number two, I mean, that's all, I think that's all I got to say is going to make you feel terrible the next day. But number two, just that compound effect of, you know, doing this over time, you know, over four or five months of the football season, it could be very detrimental to not only the way you look, but how you feel um, and your, you know, habits, motivation moving forward. So, you know, just keep that in mind as we go through football season, because it's easy to just aimlessly start just eating and doing whatever everybody else is doing and, you know, not really worrying about the physical side of things when football season starts, there's a lot of distractions. So that's something that I'm going to be very much keeping my eye on for myself. Hey, I and then the last thing before I talk about a little marathon training and uh, planning this wedding, the last thing about football. So I am coaching, you know, sixth and seventh grade football. It has been awesome. We had our draft. We had two days of practice. Um, I think we got a really, really good team, honestly. And it's just been so fun to get back out there and like volunteer to help these kids out. Like not only are the parents super appreciative of us being out there, um, but it's so, so cool to get to help these kids who actually want to learn the game of football and just get better. And I think the game of football correlates to life a ton, but football is the best team sport and life is a team sport because you need people around you to help build you up and continue to make you better and push you to be better. And so I think sharing all these leadership qualities and traits and habits that I've learned now subtly with the kids about getting better each day, never taking a step backwards, you know, trying your hardest, doing all these things to set yourself apart from others, trying to help instill that in them when they're, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, hopefully they'll make a huge impact on society. And, you know, the trickle effect will take place to where those kids will make an impact on kids at their school who will then make an impact on other kids to trade, you know, teach them these things. And hopefully they inspire other people. Um, I highly recommend people getting involved and, you know, helping these kids out and volunteering to coach or do an after school thing with the kids or whatever the case may be. Because as I'm sure you guys can figure out right now, the world is in a horrible place as far as politically and, you know, with the division and everything. And I think it's really important that we inspire some of these younger kids to be good people because there's a lot of shitty people out there and all the stuff that's going on in politics right now is absolutely ridiculous. I won't get into that. Um, but 
If you support anything they're doing right now, it's absolutely asinine and ridiculous. And I could just do a three-hour podcast on that separately. And I'm not going to get political on here, but I really, really want to. But I'll I'll, I'll save it for another time. Uh, But back to what I was talking about, I think we need to inspire the youth and the younger generation to be good people and not, you know, just be these crazy people that anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, um, let's get out there. Let's inspire these kids to, you know, be better. Hopefully that trickle effect takes place and, uh, we can start turning the world around one, one person at a time. So I think it starts with us, start volunteering, helping kids out, teaching them to be better people and to help, help others. Um, Marathon training, man, it has been awesome. I've actually started to really enjoy running again. Um, ran 68 miles so far in August, and it's we're 17 days in. So I got a half marathon tomorrow on Friday when you guys will be hopefully listening to this. Um, I would say it, it, this is the biggest example of the compound effect. I mean, when I first started, two miles was brutal. Um, and now, you know, running six, seven, eight miles, it's you know, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's something that I feel like I could just wake up and do on a daily basis at this point, just because of the compound effect of running all these miles and continually doing it. So shout out to Michael, who's made me this training program, but I'm going for a three hour and 30 minute marathon in Dallas in December. Um, if anybody wants to run it with us, you're more than welcome to, we'd love to have you out there. I know there's already a pretty good squad going down there of people that I know from Atlanta to run the marathon. But again, I would highly recommend people doing something like a marathon or an Ironman or a triathlon or a Spartan race and put yourself out there and get uncomfortable because this has made me very uncomfortable. But at the same time, the uncomfort has made me grow and realize that, hey, I like running. This is something I can add into my routine. This is good for my cardiovascular health. It's good to pair the running with the gym. It's good to get outside. It's good to get some sun. It's good to you know run first thing in the morning because it wakes me up. Um, all these things that I've learned over the past several weeks have been awesome. Um, and I'm going to continue grinding this training program out. Hopefully everything goes well. And then uh, I'll keep you guys updated as we get towards December and aim for that three hour and 30 minute marathon. Um, last thing is planning a wedding. I know some of you guys are already married and have planned a wedding. It's pretty crazy that that's going on. It doesn't even really feel real for me. Um, obviously super excited. Uh, Nina's super excited. We got a meeting with a wedding planner today, uh, getting everything locked in and, uh, it's some exciting times. So hopefully, um, y'all are having a great week so far. Hopefully everything's going well for you. If you guys need anything from me, always here for you can always reach out. Uh, any topics you'd like for me to cover in the next couple weeks, let me know. Again, been trying to get these interviews going, but it's just, I've got so much shit going on right now. This is me trying to get this out and you know have a good podcast. But to be completely honest, I love doing this and I'm going to keep doing it, but it has been a little bit of an inconvenience for the past several weeks because I just, you know, I can make every excuse I want. There's no excuse for it, but just a lot of things going on. So I have uh, tried to get some interviews set up. We'll continue to try to do so, but even if I don't, I'm going to still get these things out to you guys. So hopefully everybody's tuning in and uh, enjoying it and hope you guys have a great week. Love you guys.